Are you a female gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? Hi, hello. I'm your host, Anika, and this is the Fit Chit Chat Podcast. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and serious peanut butter addict. I love helping women to break through plateaus so you can feel strong, define your curves, and create authentic fucking confidence. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter to you. Learn how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and nail results you can finally keep. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Chit Chat podcast. We're actually up to episode 10, which it's going to guarantee that it's going to be an amazing podcast because 10 is actually my favorite and my lucky number. Uh, no idea why, maybe because it was always my number when I used to play basketball when I was younger. Um, that's probably actually the only reason why, to be fair, but I'm also five foot two and I realized that a professional career in basketball was not going to be my path. So here we are. Let's jump into today's episode. We are talking about why you're not getting any stronger and how to actually continually progress. Now, if you are lifting the same weights week after week and you don't feel like you're getting any stronger, you're not sure how to increase the weights and you're feeling just really stuck, like it's Groundhog Day every training session, you're grabbing the same dumbbells, you're loading the same weights, the machines are just going automatic to the same in the stack, like it's just repeat, repeat, repeat. And you feel like for all of this effort, for all of this continuous training that you're doing, you should be getting stronger, you should be seeing strength progression, you should be increasing weights, but you're sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? Then this podcast episode is for you. To be completely honest, the reason you're not getting stronger is probably inside of this episode. There's going to be something that I'm going to touch on. You're going to learn something inside of this that you can apply to your training and be able to break through that stalled progress in your strength, okay? The reason you're not getting stronger is more so from the lack of education and understanding what you can actually be doing and implementing and what it takes to actually get muscle hypertrophy, so muscle growth, and increases in your strength. So, Let's jump into it. Let's learn the things that you need to know so that we can get through this. I want to start off by talking about the importance of having a structured training program, right? This is absolute non-negotiable. If you're not even at this step, then this is the first thing you need to be doing. You need to be following a structured program in order to achieve your strength and physique goals. Why? Because we need to be doing the same thing over and over again in order to see progress. So that means getting better at the movement itself, but also increasing weights. Think about when you first learned to ride a bike. You didn't jump on the first time and magically know how to do it it. You didn't put roller skates on one day, jump on a bike the next, and then drive a car the next day. Because if you're trying to learn how to ride a bike, you're going to do the same thing over and over again to get better at it. Same things apply with training, right? So if you don't already have a, a training program that you're following, then this is the first step and come back to the rest of this podcast once you've got that. From there, with this training program, I hope you're also tracking your weights. This is going to be the best way to identify whether you're actually improving or not. Because as much as people are like, oh, I can remember what I lifted last week, you can't. You can't. Say you're training three or four days a week and you've got you know five or six exercises in each of those days. Please tell me how you are remembering every single set, what weight you did, how many reps you did for the 
entire week of your training. I just really think that's incredibly unrealistic. And even if you think that you remember, to be fair, you probably don't. Okay. You have so much else going on in your life. There's so many other different factors that are going to play into your memory of that previous session. Like it's just, it's not possible in my opinion. So you have to be writing these things down. So you've got your training program and you're tracking your weights, your reps, and your sets. This is paramount first and foremost. Okay. Once we have that under wraps, we're going to get into the more of the nitty gritty things, the things that you can actually apply to your strength training in order to make sure that you are increasing weights over time. All right. So the first thing I want to touch on is failure. So what is training to failure? You've probably heard people talk about, oh, I hit failure or I failed that set, etc. Failure is when we can no longer complete another rep of an exercise. So say you're coming towards the end of the set and either your technique breaks down or the muscle itself actually can't complete another contraction or another rep. Why this is important is because this is actually the point that we need to be near, not completely at, but near for us to elicit the adaptation and give the muscle the required stimulus in order to get the hypertrophy and the strength progress we're chasing. Now, in layman's terms, in super simple language, what I'm saying is we're trying to get enough load and enough tension into the muscle and do enough reps and get it to the point where it's had enough stimulus and enough fatigue put into it that it can't complete anymore. We need to be pushing our muscles to that point in order to get muscle growth or increased strength or hand in hand, both of these, if you're working towards it, this is really important to understand. Okay. We can't just be doing X number of sets and reps with a weight that's quite light and we're leaving loads in the tank because we're actually not going to put the muscle in the position for it to grow, for it to get stronger. So if you're leaving lots in the tank, I'm not surprised that you're not getting stronger because your body can actually already do that. The muscle is already strong enough to be able to get through that without really being pushed outside its comfort zone. So what we can do with this information or knowing that the, the muscle needs to come somewhere close to failure. So like I said before, we don't need to be at that point. In fact, I would probably advise against it just because of the amount of fatigue that you would put into your system. Like it's not going to get you any better results by hitting failure than it would by coming just shy of, and we'll get to that in a second. But what we can do is follow something called RIR or reps in reserve. And what this is, is a way to manage the intensity of an exercise. So reps in reserve is literally that. How many reps do you have left in the tank before you hit this point of failure? So let's give an example here. Say we are doing a leg extension and we have an RIR of two reps and we are doing a set of 10 reps. Really simple, right? When we get to that 10 rep mark, do we feel like we only have two left in the tank? If you could do, you know, five, six, seven more, then the weight is too light. If you're struggling to even hit that 10, maybe you're st stopping at eight or you're hitting the 10 and it's like you're absolutely gassed, you couldn't do a single one more, then maybe you've probably overshot the mark. The, the weight might be a little bit too heavy. So like I said before, this two reps in reserve is the point that we want to get to. And this is a really great way to manage fatigue, but obviously make sure that we're getting to the point that we need to be getting to for us to grow and get stronger. RIR really helps answer that question that I do get a lot about how do I choose the right weight? How do I know if this is heavy enough for me? How do I know if I should increase the weight? It's like, well, if you have this 
RIR prescription or this intensity prescription next to an exercise, you're going to know because that's going to help you judge whether the weight that you've selected is appropriate. Okay. The other question I get is, well, how many reps do I have left in the tank? Like, how do I know how many that is? Am I within two RIR or not? And to that, I just say, just find out. Like, just keep going and let's see, because you're going to find out very quickly whether you are actually holding back or not. So say you're meant to be getting within two RIR, but you end up doing five more than your rep range or eight more than your rep range, then you're going to know that the weight is too light and you're actually not within two RIR or two reps of failure. And then that's your answer. The weight needs to go up. The funny thing with this as well is a lot of people probably don't actually know what their true failure is. Because either one, you've never done it before, or two, you actually underestimate what your muscles can go to, like the limits that they can go to. I know for myself, I used to be like that too. It's like, oh no, I'm near failure. I'm, I'm struggling. And if I really had someone with a gun to my head saying, do more reps, I probably could, right? I was probably just bitching out of it going, oh, it's hard now. So a lot of the times you can probably do more than you think. It's hard to understand what true failure is unless you've been to that point where your body is giving up because a lot of the times mentally, it's like our our brain will quit, our mind will quit before our body would. So learning what that feels like can be a scary point. And sometimes depending on the exercise, it's probably not safe to do so. Like learning what failure is inside of a leg extension is going to be a lot safer than doing it with like a back squat and a bar on your back, because obviously it's going to be a little bit safer in a seated position, just moving A to B in a machine versus having a loaded barbell on your back, where obviously if we hit complete failure with that, there's a little bit more of an increased risk of injury, right? So that's really important to touch on as well. So that is first what I want to talk about is RIR using that to your advantage and understanding what failure is so that we know that we are training with the right intensity in order to encourage the muscle to get stronger and grow. The second thing I want to talk about is using rep ranges to your advantage. Now, say you are doing these exercises and you are coming within two reps in reserve, but it just really feels like you're stuck there and you can't do any more. Or say you want to have a go and increase the weight, but I know with a lot of like the bigger dumbbells, they jump up in 2.5 kilo increments. And sometimes that can be quite a big jump, especially if we're doing like an upper body exercise. It's like, fuck, how am I going to go from 10 to 12 and a half or 12 and a half to 15? Like they can be a little bit more of a bigger jump versus the one to 10 kilo dumbbells where they go up in one kilos or some machines where they go up in like 1.25s, etc. If you've got a little bit more of a jump, it's like, fuck, I feel like I want to try it, but I don't think I'm going to get to my 10 reps or I'm not going to get to the 10 reps and only have two in the tank. I'm going to fall really short of it or I'm going to be absolutely gassed and struggling to get to the end. If you feel like you're in that space with an exercise, then this is where I use a method with my clients where we use rep ranges. So using rep ranges is a really great way to help increase the weights over time. Like I said, if you have those bigger dumbbells where it's like the increments are quite a bit more than, you know, your one or two kilos, it's like two and a half at a time, rep ranges can be perfect in the situation. So say for an exercise, like I'll do with my clients is 12 to 15 of something. Say they're at the 15 reps for each of their sets, you know, they've maxed out that rep ranges with a weight, but the next 
weight up seems a little bit too far away. It's like, cool, let's bump that weight up anyway and just drop our reps back to 12. It's okay if we only hit 12 and we've increased the weight. That's perfectly fine because what we'll do is the following week we'll aim for 13 reps instead and then maybe 14 the following week and then maybe 15 the next week and then lo and behold you're at the top of that rep range again with that heavier weight and then you'll just repeat that process so again bump the weight up to the next one drop the reps back to 12 and go again 12 13 14 15 for all of your sets and again bump the weight up drop the weight, uh, drop the reps down. I think this is a really, really great way to like alternate between increasing weights and reps and kind of keep pushing because you're kind of swinging between the two and it feels totally manageable. It's kind of breaking down that big jump in weight a little bit because we're, you know, saving a little, um, saving a few reps for the following weeks, etc. So using rep ranges is another way that you can work towards increasing weights and increasing your strength. And the last one I want to touch on here is Understanding whether you actually physically can't do more weight or whether it is a mental block. Are you afraid to increase the weight because you feel like you're not going to be able to complete the set? Do you have this fear of failure and like, I want to try it, but I'm scared that I won't be able to? Or like a lot of my clients say to me is, I don't know if I can. It's like, cool. We often don't know if we can do something until we've tried, until we've done it. So why not just give it a fucking crack and see what happens? Let's take away this fear of failure, get out of your head, because I often say this to my clients and they're probably laughing if they hear me saying this, but it's like, what is the worst that could happen? Like, let's be honest. If you increase the weight, worst case scenario, you're going to get halfway through the set and go, you know what? This is actually way too heavy and we're going to put it back. But at least then we know. Okay, it's like the fear of this unknown of like, I want to increase my weights, but I don't know if I can. It's like, just give it a go. You might actually surprise yourself. You might actually be stronger than you think. You will then at least know whether you can do that weight or not. Maybe you get to the lesser of your rep range. Maybe you fall completely short of it. Maybe you surpass your expectation and you can actually do that weight for the required amount of sets and reps in your program. So I want you to have a think about some of these exercises that you feel like you are, you know, quote unquote, stuck on. And it's like, are you physically stuck? Is your strength at that cap or is it a mental block? Are you mentally stuck on that weight because anything more seems either scary or unrealistic for you because you think you're not that strong? It's like worst case scenario, you can't do it. Best case scenario, you impress yourself with a PB and you walk out of the gym feeling like a bad bitch. I know which one I would prefer. Let's leave no stones unturned. So that brings me to the end of the episode and everything that I wanted to touch on around increasing strength and how to break through those strength blocks that we feel like we get into. And I can almost guarantee you that if you are following all of these things, you will see progress. Like this is literally the building blocks of strength training, the building blocks of getting stronger and progressively overloading. This is the stuff that it takes in order to achieve your strength and physique goals. If you're sitting there and you've loved this episode and you're really ready to start seeing these strength progressions inside of your training and learning about what it does take to achieve your strength and physique goals, then absolutely shoot me a DM because I have places open in my one-to-one online coaching program called Operation Ignite. And you can be one of the clients that I've spoken about through this episode because this is exactly the way that I teach and this is what my clients do in order to get the amazing results that they do. 
That is it from me for another episode of the Fit Chit Chat podcast. And until next time, have an incredible week, team. Thanks for joining me on Fit Chit Chat. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. And I seriously encourage you to slide into my DMs on Instagram by searching underscore Coach Danica or fitchitchat.podcast. And let me know what part hit home for you. So until next week, bye.